The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want. Let's talk it all. I'm Jeff, and I'm Anvil, and we're here to talk about it all. Well, some some of some it. Anyway. We're going to talk about all of it because we just don't have that kind of time. Tape in the machine, as it were. So this is this is a we're starting on new records. This is week week two of two. Yes, for us. So we're uh, back. Usually we roll. go two months in between yes. these tapings, at least. <laughs> but uh, we're back this week, and uh, we are coming up. I believe it is Saturday or Sunday. It was twenty second of November, right? 23rd. Yeah, twenty second. Twenty second. So that'd be this Saturday. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, the big Kennedy, day. Big K. <laughs> big K took one to the coconut, as it were. Yes, it was. So yeah. we'll talk a little about that, and Jeff's got some Bigfoot stories to talk about, and we are in day fourteen, fifteen. Must be about day seventeen since the election. And we still have two gentlemen claiming to be president of this country. The one one media. says he's elected, one says he's cheated. Yeah, so and the media is pushing what? In the media, right. the media is pushing hard. There was actually a uh, Time Life magazine edition put out that covers our forty-sixth president. And it's not Trump's second term, so <laughs> so. Which it might be a collector's item. It, that's what I said. Yeah. I said snatch that baby up because that might be a Dewey wins newspaper <laughs> collectible <laughs> item. Yeah. And uh, but uh, so yeah, we're back in uh, COVID spiking and vaccines are weeks away and holidays are coming up and we're being told not to travel, not to <laughs> get together. Wear a mask uh, in your house if you're spent the last <laughs> Spent the last 10 months telling not to be with our families. And the two big holidays where it's family holidays, they're saying don't be with your families even more. So, I don't know. There's uh, They're definitely trying to put us in the cubicles. It's tough. It's, it's crazy. Uh, our governor, our governor had a 
minor meltdown. Yes, he did. <laughs> the other day during his during his press conferences, I don't know if he's still doing daily or not. I think he is. I still get notes recapping what he talked about that day, and because uh, the schools have spiked in New York City, and uh, instead of just coming out and saying we're closing the schools, they play this game with. Yellow zone, orange zone, code, red yeah. zone. Yeah. They're doing the color coordinating like we used to do for terrorist threats. I think we yep. still do it for terrorist threats. But, you know, and then when the reporters ask for clarity, he freaks out and tells them to read the law. And if it's a yellow zone, they should know what to do if they knew what the law was and blah. Just, just say it. Dude, do you understand what the law is? If... Well, and that, and that begs the question, <clears throat> is it a law? It's not a law. And, and, that's, that, and that's, that's part of it, too. Yeah, as I say, I don't think it's a law. We he, can, he can make degrees all he wants, but he can't actually write a law and enforce it himself. He's we haven't had any that. laws in New York State since March, mid 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 late March, and uh, he actually, uh, the, actually, the last law they passed was a law giving him executive powers above and beyond what they normally were for a governor, and that was in like January, like a month, right, a monthish. Before this all hit the fan, um, although someone did point out that today, today was uh, today was the uh, Corona's birthday. Oh yeah, I, th- I think this either this or maybe it was the seventeenth, but somewhere in the last few days, uh, Corona made its first appearance in a Chinese publication. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the thing though. It it was already out and about in September, and we can trace it back to like. Um, you know, files. Uh, I watch uh, NTD News. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before, mm-hmm. um, but they're part of the Epoch Times, which right. Heather gets. Uh, excellent, Times. yeah, excellent news services. But uh, NTD News focuses. They have a kind of China in focus uh, program. It's just dedicated to Chinese shit, and uh, they're extremely well informed. And I call it the only real news when it comes to China because they get documents, they get eyewitnesses, they get all this stuff. And they put together incredible stories, right. and they were able to trace it way back to at least September, if not August, if I remember correctly, of this shit starting. So it, it's a lot older, and it's been around a lot longer than uh, what the media and the Chinese governments are saying. Well, and I'll so, tell you, there was something, there was something out and about at the end of December and beginning of January. I think we talked about yeah, this yeah. that there was something that got a hold of me and Alani and kicked our asses for about fourteen days. Yeah, a little less. Um, thank God I was on grave shift and and was able to immediately take an early out when I got into work and didn't take any attendance points. But for about a week, I was signing out of work because <laughs> I was sick as a dog. Yeah. And uh, there was something big and ugly. And we know it wasn't the corona they're testing for because Alani's tested negative twice now. Mm. Although I don't know how accurate these tests are, people are. Are saying that the tests are using aren't actually well, we, we legitimate. Musk, we Musk had, had four tests, two came back positive, two came back negative. Yeah. He's like, what the hell's up with this? <laughs> and if you, Something's not right. <laughs> and, if, and if Denny's on your news feed, he's put things out there that says you can't test for this anyways, and they don't know why they're using the test they're using. And Denny, we, we do have to get Denny out here. After the first year. Yeah, yeah. After the first year, we've got to get Denny out here. Um, so I don't know, but there's, and again, What's next? I mean, this they get a vaccine for this corona. That's great. Hip, hip, hooray. But um, <laughs> hooray. ultimately, 
what's the next bug coming down the line? You know this is an it. No, no. And I, I, I think I... Uh, and do we take this crazy approach on everything that makes people sick? Well, yeah, and that's the thing is... Uh, I, we didn't talk about this on the show. It's a Facebook post I made, but I want to get into that. What's the next thing? I know what the next thing is, but keep rolling. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, and, and I... I'm starting to know people now that are being personally affected by what they're calling coronavirus. Um, I've never ever said it doesn't exist. Right. I'm just not buying into all the hype that's put behind it. So that's my problem is all the hype that's gone on. Something that I get it. I get it. It's it's killed 250,000 people in the United States, but. So has a lot of other things. Um, and cancer, lung cancer, lung cancer, smoking. tobacco products. Yeah, lung cancer caused by smoking has a seventy-nine percent death rate. Seventy-nine percent. Yep. Seventy-nine percent. That's even after up to five years. You can die within five years of a seventy-nine percent death rate so, from lung cancer. So this this virus has a death rate of one point four to three point four percent, depending where you are. One point four to three point four. Okay. Um, so I, I understand the concerns, but at the same time, there's a lot of other shit out there that will kill you too. And we do we do nothing. We take no draconian measures against it. Yeah, and smoking is completely legal. You know, it is. A, they tax shit out of it and make a lot of money off it, but they don't. They're not gonna stop it. So, four hundred and fifty thousand die annually from tobacco-related yep. products, and that includes secondhand. Yep. I think of that four fifty, about. 50,000 a secondhand smoke and no one no one would even dare float the lead balloon that would be let's ban tobacco products Um, so you can't tell me that they're concerned with my health when this is this is the case I'm concerned with your health I know you are I know you are and if it's up to you smoking be banned Um, (laughs) you know you know, uh, but we did just put a decree through that said uh, everyone in the car needs to be in seatbelts. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a big thing this week. They were stopping people, making sure any of the passengers in the back were belted up. So I'm guessing if they're not old enough to pay the ticket themselves, it goes to the yeah, driver. Yeah, it goes to the driver. Um, so, I don't know. More horse shit. Yeah, more, <laughs> more, more, horse, more horse shit. Uh, what else? Um, spikes, spikes in the, uh, in the, in the corona has prompted new scientific discovery that corona is not contagious until after 10 p.m. at night. Yes, that is true. Uh, Restaurants and bars and casinos and (laughs) gyms, uh, need to shut their doors by 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Like, Everyone out of the place by 10 o'clock and, uh, in order to drive that number down. And what that really is, it's not It's not because it's a curfew. They're, it's their it way of a, making a it, curfew. It is a curfew. That's what they're trying to do. They're it trying to make a curfew. Because yeah. I, I will tell you, I have, air quote, friends in the casino business, <laughs> and uh, they are taking such crazy precautions in that, at least in this area, uh, Everyone wears a mask on the casino floor. There are no drinks, no food on the casino floor. So there's no reason not to have your mask off. So everyone's wearing their mask. Uh, if it's not covering your nose, believe me, you get yelled at. <laughs> and that's the customers too. Uh, 
every time a customer handles a chip and puts it loses it to the casino, the casino will wash that chip before it goes back out to another customer. Absolutely insane. But and safety. But gotta be safe. You know, we're still they they still fall into the same we're spreading it, which there hasn't been a single single case linked to any of the casinos in this area. Or somehow, magically, Walmart, either. I will say, the Amara Walmart and the Horseheads. I know Mike's story gets oh, whacked. Okay, right, whacked. Right. I don't know if it does anymore. But I know when this first started, yeah. he was constantly getting whacked yeah, for okay. one thing or another. Right. Oh, okay. But uh, Vestal and JC Walmart... Absolutely not. No, 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 no Corona there. I mean, bars all around there. <laughs> no, no, no Corona there. Bar, yeah, but, no Corona there. Not Walmart. No, not Walmart. Not Christmas tree shop. No, none of the busy places. Not Bed Bath and Beyond. No, 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 no. no none of the pet stores. No UPS. No, 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 no FedEx, Amazon. No. Thank God, because not the postal service. I, I shopped the shit out of Amazon. <laughs> let me tell you. But um. All right. I'm gonna, Anyways, I, yeah. I'm going to give you a little inside we're, knowledge. We're, we're digressing. All right. Okay. I, I know for a fact, literally for a fact, <laughs> that a lot of these companies have had cases. I know this for a fact, and it's not being reported. They handle internally. Um, they have special crews come in and they spray with a, um, uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I, I know the exact name of the material, but they actually spray with this shit and wipe everything down. And it's all done very hush hush. No one's in a biohazard suit or any of that shit. Uh, but it's done very hush hush, and it's being taken care of. Trust me. Anytime there's even a, th- a you know, if a family member has been infected, uh, these big corporations are on this shit. I, I can just tell you for a fact. So I know that's happening. No, yeah, I don't doubt it. It's, you know, and they should be, and they should, right. be, you know, you know, and and I understand the the thought process not you know coming in with a biohazard. You want to freak the fuck people out either. You know what I'm saying? And I get that as well. You know, but it, it's being handled. It's being handled. But I will say, while everyone else is ratcheting up their precautions, these people have kind of dialed it back a little bit. I know there's no longer a line to get into Walmart. No, no, they got rid of Uh, that. They no longer clean the registers. No. Uh, No. If they've got something over their face, we're lucky. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so. But you look at that! CYN, cover your nose. Would <laughs> uh, you look at that crack up? It's black jelly. Black Um So, you know, like I said, it's, there's more to it. Because what's next? I mean, this is something that is very survivable. Yeah. My fear is when we're going to get that thing that isn't so survivable. Where, okay. you, where yeah. you bleed out of every orifice. Where <laughs> you bleed out of your eyes. Where parts of your body start falling off. There goes my penis. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then, bitch. you know, I could see some of these measures, but that's just crazy. I measure everything about my penis. Yeah. Anyway. You think it's detachable. Yeah, it's a detachable penis. It was actually a song called Detachable Penis. You should look it up sometime. It was actually recorded. You can actually find it on YouTube. So it came out on an album. I don't remember saying it, but. Yeah. Okay. Bye, detachable. We'll see if we can find yeah. that for the next show. Yeah, maybe the opening for one. Sure, you know. can play up to 30 seconds without being <laughs> violation of yeah, copyright exactly. laws. Yeah, you've got 30 seconds, that's right. Um, I don't know if anyone has seen the South Park pandemic special, but you should. It was very funny. It is very it. funny, it's very good. And what I love about uh, South Park is not just the humor and the sick humor they have, because I'm a sick person, 
But it's also the way they get the voices just right. I mean, they got the Trump, when he says China, Trump has a way of saying it like, China, China, I can't do it. China, you know, he's got that one. Yeah. And they that, they got it, they nailed it in the fucking episode. And that, to me, that makes the show when they're able to yeah. nail people's yeah. voices and they nailed it. Um, it's hilarious. It's, I'm not going to spoil for anybody, I'm just saying you should watch it. There's a lot of funny parodies out there. Yes. Now, and today, today, uh, I think you missed this, but there was a huge um, press, uh, not press, what did I say? Uh, yeah. Yep. Press conference. Press conference. Thank you. That was what I was trying to say. Yeah. Jesus, I sound like Joe Biden. Uh, and the huge troop press it was conference. in the basement, so yeah. it's, it's Oh, my God! It's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Jeffy. Uncle anyway, Jeffy. Uh, Uncle Jeffy in the basement. Uh, but they had a huge press conference. Uh, the yes, Trump, that makes me entire, cable toe. Yes, the entire Trump team, and uh, they really uh, the media and them got into it, and they hit the media really hard. Um, the Trump campaign, I can tell you this: their their lawyer team, they are exuberating, uh, exuber exuberant uh, amount of confidence. They have something. They must having that kind of confidence. They have to have something that they're not telling anybody just quite yet. They have something. And I'll, I'll back that up by leading up to this every day. You, if you're on Twitter, the stuff they allow through, the people associated with the Trump campaign are very, you know, it's going to be turned over. We're going to win. They're very voice, you know, bolsterous about this. They're not, they're not letting up at all. They know something. They have something. So I'm just saying it's not over till it's over. And I said this before, I wasn't convinced it was over then, and I'm still sticking by that. It's not over yet. I mean, haven't seen this kind of confidence since Russian collusion. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So I don't know if they took a playbook page and said, you know what? Maybe we can drag out the selection for three or four years. <laughs> Before we decided who's president. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yep. You know, just like everything else, they tried for four years with Trump. So, maybe he's trying to do it to them. Trump did put up the $3 million to uh, have parts of Wisconsin recounted. That is a fact that happened yesterday, actually. Uh, so, the money was put in. So, there will be a recount, at least partial recount of Wisconsin. Um, Michigan is very up in the air. Uh, if it's going to be certified or not, they have sworn affidavits for people now saying they were pressured to certify the election. Which, again, you know, is another, it's going to head to the Supreme Court kind of horse shit. Right. Uh, but that's all up in the air right now. Pennsylvania's still not decided who won it. Um, there's court cases that got whipped Trump's way, and then the state Supreme Court got involved and reversed it, but now it's going to go to end up in the federal court, and then it's going to end up in the United States Supreme Court. So Pennsylvania's not going to be decided anytime soon. No. Um, there's a lot I've going on. This. None of this is, this is nothing is certified, <laughs> nothing's done. You know, so everyone's, oh, it's Biden. Well, you know, let's, just, let's wait. Just, just just wait. I wouldn't be drinking now and doing shots and celebration just, just be, quite yet. Do you yeah. we drink this out three and a half years yeah. and then? Okay. I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't know for a fact that sometime in January, to be yeah, honest with yeah. you at this point. So, so uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, we were talking about Trump going for the $3 million. So I still get text messages or emails from different representatives of the Trump organization asking for donations. I probably should send some emails back asking for donations. <laughs> right. And uh, the latest one was the best. And this 
I think this exemplified why Trump, in my opinion, is the greatest of all time, the GOAT, <laughs> the greatest of all time president. I will tell you, if I had gotten a donation request from Biden like this, I probably would have sent him money and voted for him. <laughs> so Trump's not that the, well, it wasn't Trump himself, it was one right. of his fundraisers. Um, but they offer, they're like the NRA, they offer, you know, they want your money, but then they'll spend money on low gifts. To give you for doing it, the hat yeah, or yeah. commemorative coin or so. I'm going through the list of you know what my potential gifts are if I donate to them. About four gifts down on the roster is a stun gun. <laughs> Just fucking a fucking stun gun. That's stun gun, dude. He's offered a stun gun to <laughs> contribute to his political campaign, and then two more down from that is a shoulder rig for a pistol, <laughs> which. Wasn't as funny as the stun gun. Yeah, the stun gun's the best. So, yeah, um, I, I can honestly say I can't think of any other candidate ever that would even throw that in the mix. Yep, very true. It's like, oh, a hat, oh, a stun gun, oh, commemorative coin of Donald and Melania. Yeah, um, greatest of all time. It's, if no other reason, the, the candidate that offers a stun gun with your donation... That's my vote. There you go. So keep that in mind. You Democrats offer things people want. Yeah. Not not free tuition. <laughs> not free tuition. Because <laughs> it's not free. That means you're going to end up paying for it through your taxes, dummy. Not free. <laughs> so. You know, yeah, nothing, nothing's free. Nothing is free. Oh, speaking of free, health care, free health care. So this is just another side story. We're gonna we're gonna get to important stuff here eventually. Healthcare. I can only imagine what it would be like if we were under single payer, Canada, whatever, health England healthcare. Were they long you know, they talk about the long waits and things. Yep. And so Alana had a stroke. We talked about that. And so they want her to be followed up in one of the better neurological places. So we tried upstate medical up here, up above Syracuse. And they gave her a date of February 24th. Now, mind you, it's, it was October when we got this day. It's a neurological disorder. She had a stroke. She has Bell's palsy. She can't see quite right. She still can't return to work, she said. So they're like, okay, let's try Guthrie. Guthrie's a little closer. So she tries Guthrie and gets a, gets a letter back initially, texts me, hey, can you take this date off? November 21st. This is like back in the 15th or 16th. And I'm like, yeah. And I get immediately text me and say, no, never mind. It's November 21st of 2021. A year, over a year away to get in to see a neurologist about the stroke you just had. <laughs> and that's with and that's with reasonable health care that we're paying for. It isn't like we're on no insurance plan whatsoever. They know they're gonna get their money. I that's just crazy. A year to wait. How many how many years, how many decades is it to wait if you were on socialized medicine? That's crazy. A year. Are <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Thank God this isn't really truly life threatening, only you know, for financial life. But, yeah. So yeah, it's been a fun week. Now, can she? Um, can she still read people? Being uh, we don't know. 
We really haven't done anything since. We think Summer Mojo's coming back, but we don't know. We might try to do a real short mini investigation. Some lady contacted her. He just is getting like a test run to see if she's picking up on anything. Well, she's a test dummy. Yeah. Literally. She thinks, she thinks <laughs> it is coming back. She's, um, lately she's been, she'll either have dreams or be thinking about people, and they'll call within 12 hours, 24 hours. These aren't, it isn't like, well, I was thinking of my son and he called. It was, right. you know, thinking of Aunt Sue, who I haven't talked to in 20 years. Answer so, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. You know, hopefully that part of her isn't damaged. But you know, they're just—it's just great because there's just nerves on that side of her face that aren't. There are nerves on her face that aren't coming back active. Her eye—that's that's a big problem with her eye right now. Mm -hmm. That the nerve doesn't work right and it's not transmitting what she's seeing out of her right eye, mm -hmm. and that's screwing up the left eye. Right. You know, um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's horrible. It is. It is horrible. Well, Scott. Um, well, we've, uh, I've uh, been looking at, well, this kind of ties into the election a little bit um, in a broader base. So, I don't know if anybody of our listeners have heard of Project Montebird. It was a... Uh, it was a program that was run by the, the CIA, and uh, it started in the 1950s. Uh, some people claim it started back in 53. Um, I don't know. Uh, some sources have 55, 56, but regardless, uh, it's been declassified. So we have uh, most of it's been declassified, not all of it. Um, and what I mean by DS declassified is the CIA themselves declassified and threw it up on their website, just so you know how this works. So, but a, a lot of it's rendered, you know, so they, yeah. they black shit out, so you can't tell a lot of it, but. Basically what it was, and it was run by Alan Dulles, who was the head of the CIA for many years, until Kennedy fired him. Um, ah, yeah. Jokes on him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and right in like a couple of the documents, it talks about the, the whole purpose was to spread propaganda to the American people, officially, and kill legitimate stories that might hurt America's image. I am making this up. And they actually had, at one point, they had 40 agents and this is actually in the documentation, working at the uh, papers, different, different papers, the New York Times, the Washington Post. They're actually yep. named in the documents. Yep. All right. So they're embedded and they're killing legitimate stories and making up shit and writing about it. Right. Unbelievable. Um, but it really happened. Um, so anyway, this went on for years. I mean, it went on until George Bush Sr. was the head of the CIA. And this was like 76. Right. So it comes across his desk, like he has to review, he's the head of CIA, so he's reviewing all these different shit. And he comes across Project Mockingbird. And he's like, the hell's this? <laughs> we've, got, we've got CIA agents in news agencies. And by that time, it was everything. It was CBS, it oh, was yeah. NBC, it, it was everywhere. So what he did was he killed the program. Kind of. <laughs> he killed it in a way where they couldn't be employed anymore on the New York Times or Washington Post, meaning they couldn't be a paid person at a desk every day, you know, nine to right. five. But he left wide open that they could be freelance, you know, so they go in, submit a story, they get paid for the story, or they could be a contributor, you know, meaning that yeah. they could be on a news broadcast and contribute their knowledge about a subject. So, you know, the stuff you're watching today, especially on CNN. Now, we know Anderson Cooper was a former CIA agent. He admits it. He doesn't even deny it, okay? People are like, oh, that's not true. I'm like, no, no, literally, look it up. Look, look at the videos where he talks about it. 
He does not deny this. This is a fact. He did work for the CIA. He was a field agent. That's a fact. Okay, so this guy is actually giving... <laughs> he's a news network agent. I got it. And he's giving, he's giving the news. He's feeding you the news. And he was sure. part of the fucking CIA. But this is how they do things. And they still do it today. And they, they have all this propaganda out there. And you see them on Fox. You see them everywhere. You see these guys come on and they're experts in the field. They're actually CIA agents. They're not experts in the field. They're CIA agents. And they're, they're spreading disinformation and propaganda shit. Now, you saw it. In the Trump administration's early years, when uh, you know this, the gas was used in you know in Syria, mm -hmm. the, you know, and it was tied back to you know to try to tie it back to Iran and, and the Syrian government, that was all bullshit. You know, actually, they tried to tie it to the Russians. Actually, right. they tried to. That was a push for war. That was you know a certain aspect of the government trying to push for a war with Russia. And put Trump in the hot seat because, you know, the fake Russian gate shit was at its pike, you know, peak yep, oil to yep. What's he going to do? Is he in the pocket of Putin? That kind of horse shit. We know that was fake now. That had nothing to do with the Russians whatsoever. That was a CIA plant job. I mean, we probably did that shit. That's what's fucking sick about it. But anyway, so, I mean, the actual gas, we probably did it. Um, if we tried to fame the Russians. Or the British did. It was one of the two. It was either us or M M M15. MM5. Yeah, yeah MM5, thank you. So one of us did it, um, regardless. So now, okay, in, in this kind of ties in the election. So you got, you got the news media pushing this narrative that the election's over and Biden won. Now Biden's part of the, you know, the in group. You know, the, the people he's bringing on board are part of the in group from the right. Obama administration. These are the people that started all these goddamn wars under Bush and Obama. These okay. are the people that keep the wars going. going. Yeah, they want war. Trump wants out of, uh, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan. He's pulling people out. But they want to increase that shit. They want to go in Iran. This is what these people want. And they want good relations with China because it's only to their benefit. Yeah. It's only to their benefit. So you got all this, you got this narrative, all this fake news shit being pushed by the CIA. You've got, you know, you know these, you know, 50, you know, uh, prior, you know, intelligence people. Remember when Biden's laptop came out? Oh, 50 former, you know, intelligence people say this is fake. Yeah, they don't name who they are. You know, they didn't say, they don't tell you what they're, uh, what intelligence agency you were part of. That was another CIA program to push the narrative that Biden is, you know, didn't do anything wrong and neither did Hunter. Hunter still hasn't materialized, by the way. He's still, no one's following up on that. He's gone. No one knows what happened to the guy. I don't think the CIA took him out. He's in hiding somewhere. He's been hiding since the story broke. No one has seen this man anywhere. If your father... Just one quotes. The, the president is. Do you think Hunter Biden should be out there? Hey, yeah, glad to go, Dad. Yeah, no, Jimmy, nothing, not a thing. The guy's just, still gone. He's not. He's not on the face of the planet. They can't find him, right? They know he's been hidden for a reason. They know because the shit's real. It's it's not fake. It's real. So we got that going on. Now here's the other thing. So you got the virus now. Biden's not even an option. He's talking about a national lockdown and a, a mandatory law that everyone's got to wear a mask. Fuck you. And, you know, so you got this push. Then you got all these Democratic states, Lars is one of them, pushing this shit. You got to have a mask all the time. You got these curfews now. This is going on. You got Pennsylvania next door. This jackass governor is telling you, got to wear a mask in your fucking house. In your house. Fuck that's you. That's Go that's fuck that. yourself. That's you know, another that. Democrat nut job. And it's, this is the push, though, the fear. They know they can control you. The more fear there is, the more control they have. This is some crazy, this is the kind of shit you should see from China, not America, right? But we're seeing it. Now, what's even worse about this, this is just, this is just the beginning. This is not the main course 
All right, this is not it. The next big thing, the next big fear, holy fuck, we're fucked, is going to be the alien threat. That's the narrative they're pushing. And they've already set up the motions. 2017, you know, the, the tapes came out and the eyewitnesses, you know, all of a sudden, you know, for a year, for 50 years, 60 years, the media, including Fox News, laughed at people who saw UFOs, laughed at them, ridiculed. CNN was like, ah, fuck, these people are crazy. And they would laugh about it and joke about it. And you'd see it on the news and laughing and back, you know. Now, all of a sudden, Tucker Carlson has these people on from the Pentagon. He's got the tapes that weren't even declassified yet. He's playing this shit, and all of a sudden, bam, it's real. CNN, bam, it's real. CBS, bam, it's real. MSNBC, bam, it's real. So now, holy shit, what are these things? Are they from somewhere else? Everyone's freaking out. What are these things, right? So now, all this in this time frame, all right, the, I can't remember his name's Tom DeLong or John DeLong. Anyway, the, the former guitar player, bass player, that fucking group, Blink yeah. 95, whatever, Blink 188, whatever the hell they're called, right? So somehow this guy, he's been like me. He's a UFO guy. So he's always been investigating his shit. So the CIA and the NSA picked this guy, all right, as their front man. So they start feeding this son of a bitch information. They start sending, you know, high-profile pe people that worked, you know, that were heads of different departments um, for the SR-71 and, you know, advanced research or the Black Projects and Special Access Project. So he's got all this access to all these people for Lockheed Martin and shit like that. They're now, quote-unquote, retired, but are willing to spill the beans, right? So he gets all this inside information, right, that no one else can get in the UFO field, right? So they set this guy up perfectly. Mm -hmm. He's the new front man for the you know, the official disclosure project. So he sets up a firm called uh, To the Stars Science Academy, okay? And it's made up, everybody on this board, okay, are all former heads of, like, Lockheed Martin, McDonnell Douglas, uh, Boeing, uh, the guy that ran the Pentagon, the secret UFO Pentagon program, the guy that was on mm -hmm. Fox, okay? He's on the board of directors, right? So you got these board. These are made up of extremely well-connected, powerful people who really do know their shit, right? No joke, no joke about it. So then the question is, there's no stock for this company. It's independently funding. Okay, so the independent funds come in. They don't release the names of the people funding this, right? Right. But they're asking for donations. You can sign up for seventy-five dollars, by the way. But they're asking for donations. So the money, the money, and they please send me a ray gun. They actually they made a partnership with the U.S. Army. The U.S. Army is now part of this. They have a partnership. Perfect. I didn't make it. You cannot make Perfect. this up. Yeah. So the U.S. Army is part of this now too. <laughs> they're getting all this money from God knows where because they don't have to release the names because it's not publicly offered. It's not a stock. It's right. just an investment. So I'm begging my bottom dollar that the money is coming from special access black project money. And, which is not accountable to Congress nor the president. Right. So they're being funded for this. And their whole theme, by the way, this group is aliens are bad. Their craft are invading our airspace and posing a threat, which, okay, I get that. That's true. Okay. So they're pushing the alien threat, you know, agenda. And that's just to scare the shit out of people even more so they can make more laws and more things for you to be afraid of and more ways to keep you, you know, uh, occupied and scared out of your fucking mind. Right, and the big push that part is now space force. So Trump sees this shit, they get to Trump. They're like, "Oh, the president's sitting in his fucking drinking his mark." You no, know, he doesn't drink. He didn't drink. He's drinking his tea, and they're like, "Hey, Mr. President, these are the alien crap." And they don't even call it UFOs anymore. They call them something else now. Uh, identified something, but it basically it implies alien craft. Is the terminology they're using. So the president gets freaked out. He's like, "Fuck." 
<laughs> you know, so he starts the Space Force. We go to space. We got to, and the whole thing, if you watch Pence's speech about the Space Force, you know, the day they were doing all, getting mm-hmm. everything together, the press conference with all the people and all the new generals and shit. Our goal, his words, is to dominate space. So the whole program before this, through the Pentagon, okay, and George Bush and Dick Cheney, and then later even Obama, was world dominance. We know that. That's unquestionable. The whole thing is to dominate the world. And now they're aiming for the domination of space. So in order to do that, you need a threat. Well, why are we spending all this money on space weapons to go and use some space? Like lasers and plasma cannons and bullshit like that. Fucking aliens! Just tell them there's fucking aliens coming to Earth. Yeah, there you go. And you get all this money. All the industrial complex is going to go jump right into this shit. This is where we're going. This is this is the route now. And here's the, here's the sad thing about this. There are aliens. There's more than one type. There's many of them. Mm-hmm. They all have different agendas. You know, it's not like there's good ones and evil ones. There's not like, you know, these space fairy tale bullshit. You know, they're just like human beings. You know, they, they have their own agenda. You know, I don't get, I don't think they give a fuck about us monkeys. I, I really don't, but that's my opinion. But the point being is, you can't go in space <laughs> against races that may be millions, literally millions of years ahead of you. Tug on Superman's cape and not think anything bad's going to happen. To me, it's almost like we're asking for them to kick our ass. You know, if they wanted to annihilate us, they already have done that. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. the, the technology's way beyond anything we have. They could have done that a long time ago. So I don't think that's... The, the goal here for these things, at least not all of them, because they could have done that. But if we go out in outer space and try to enforce our dominance, you know, they're going to bitch slap us back to the fucking Stone Age. Right? Am I wrong here? No, I mean, no, not no. exactly, no. So anyway, people look up Project Mockingbird. It's all there. It's all be Not all of it's been declassified, most of it. You can verify easily what I've told you tonight. Um, factual data. Uh, we did infiltrate uh, the news media's uh, outlets in the United States with agents on their payroll for a very long time to feed you and us and me and you propaganda and to kill legitimate stories uh, that they felt were detrimental to the United States national security or other matters. It's interesting, interesting stuff. Project Mockingbird. Now, another interesting aspect of all this, if we're talking about JFK anyway, yes. Alan Dulles. Now, Alan Dulles um, <laughs> wanted to I ain't making this up. This is declassified. This has been declassified, so this, this is not bullshit either. You can look this up. I can't remember the name of the project. I'll have to get it for everyone in the next show. But he came with this, well, him and some of his idiot agents came with this idea that, you know, they're going to stage a Cuban invasion of southern Florida, right? And they were going to actually, the CIA agents that were, you know, dressed up as Cubans. Do a red flag. Were going to fucking kill American citizens. They sure. were going to kill American citizens in a mass scale to make it legitimate to force John F. Kennedy to invade Cuba, right? So, uh, Ellen Dulles actually goes to Kennedy with this plan. He goes in. Look, Mr. President, you know, they're going to try... Is that you? That's me. Okay. They're going to try to put missiles in Cuba. This is before the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is what they're going to do, and this is what we need to do, and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, Kennedy flies off the fucking handle. And he, he literally gets pissed. I mean, pissed beyond belief. So mad. And he knows about Project Mockingbird at this time, too. This is revealed at the same time. And he's just going ape shit on the CIA. And Alan Dulles. It gets so bad in the Oval Office. There was someone else there, by the way. 
Um, they almost came to physical blows. They were actually worried that Ellen Dulles was about to take a shot at the fucking president. Right? It was that bad. So the next day, after this meeting, this blowout happens. And Kennedy tells, there's no way we're doing this. We're, you know, we're invading Southern Florida. We're not doing it. You know, the stage of, the stage of invasion of Cuba. So the next day, the president sets up a ceremony and gives him, like, Alan Dulles' presidential medal of, you know, intelligence or some shit like that, some great medal of honor, right? Yep. The next day, Kennedy fires his ass. <laughs> Literally, next day, gives him a medal. Press corps, taking pictures. Ah, good job, Andos. Good job, way to go. Right, this is November '62. Right, November '62, uh, like the 18th or 7th. I can't 18th or 19th. Right, and so this goes on. The next day, literally the next day, Kennedy fires his ass. <laughs> Fucking Andos handed in his, uh, his presentation this morning. Today. Family right. issues. Now this is where the, world, the, the story goes weirder, and it's all factual. That's what's crazy. So less than a year later. By days, literally by days. No, it was it was uh, November twenty seventh or twenty eighth. That's when he gave him the award. And the next day he was fired. I think it was twenty eighth. He was actually fired. Okay, so we got that. So less than a year later. Okay, literally by days now. Mm-hmm. Right, Kenny's assassinated. Right, he's blown away by a lone gunman. The chief investigator on the Warren Commission is Alan Dulles. Let's tap the guy that got fired. Let's tap him to lead up the investigation. So he comes back with the Oswald lone gun, right. lone wolf uh, theory, and presses that. Presses. He's the one that pushed it all, which we know by physics today. There's no doubt. There's no, well, maybe it was. No, there really is no way he could have done it. So physics alone proves that it's not, it wasn't, it couldn't happen. The magic bullet, it was impossible. Didn't happen. So throw that out. We know James Files, the guy, the guy that actually took the kill shot. He was one of three shooters. Right. Yeah, one of three. One of three. Yeah. The guy that actually took the shot, James File, is still alive and walking around. He's finally out of prison and telling the story. Right? He's been yeah. telling the same story. He's never wavered, never made any, nothing. He's able to collaborate a lot of his testimony, where he was, who he met, who he met with. Um, no. So we know, you know, Alan Dulles was probably, now... James Files never said Alan Dulles had anything to do with John F. Kennedy assassination. Right. But he was set up by, there was uh, two teams, three sets of shooters, and there was two teams. And that was all run through special ops CIA, uh, you know, operatives. Yeah. Now, that direction came from somebody. You know, yeah. and it was probably Alan Dulles pulling the strings on this. you take him out, blah, blah, blah. They had the mob help. They did use the mob for aspects of it that definitely James Files was a mob guy. No doubt about how he trained, but a mob guy. Uh, he was That was part of it. Uh, another aspect of it um, was the uh, you know, Lyndon Johnson was yeah. in on it. He, there's no way the man did not know. He was part of it. And there was a lot of testimony. Even Lyndon Johnson's girlfriend at the time, his mistress, before she died, said, oh, yeah, he knew, blah, blah, blah. She heard them. You know, there, there was a meeting. You know, it was a big meeting, uh, like a week before the assassination, and she was outside, like the room where the meeting was going on. There was a lot of yelling, and she said, "You know, uh, LB yeah. or whatever the fuck she called him, burst through the door. He whipped open the doors after the meeting. And said, that son of a bitch, he's gonna be he said something to the degree he's gonna be gone sooner. You know, we'll, we're gonna fix his ass in a week or two weeks. Or he made a statement that something was going down in John F. Kennedy, and that was it. You know." Um, 
So there's just a lot of, and that's, I'm just, you know, just yeah. a little piece of information because I can't remember off the top of my head of all the witnesses. It's just amazing amount of people that knew what was going to happen and, and did. Now, then you go to George Bush. All right, and we're going to go back to Mr. George Bush Sr. So there's pictures, which I found, and I've shared this on yep. Facebook before. It's clearly George Bush on the steps of the book depository 30 minutes after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. The guy is standing, it's George Bush Senior, no doubt about it, not questionable. Now, two weeks before the assassination, a George Bush in Texas calls into the field office to the FBI that there's going to be an assassination attempt against the president, John F. Kennedy. This is fact. This is recorded, and it's actually in the Warren Commission report. George Bush is questioned, were you... At the time, by the way, this is a new, so. This is like two years after the right. you know, uh, commission investigation is going on. Were you the person that filed that report? He said no. They asked him a follow-up question: Were you, or have you been, ever a CIA agent or part of the CIA or, uh, corporate uh, arm of the government? He said no. Testimony: His testimony, his sworn testimony, no. Okay. Now, later he comes out of the CIA. Due to this, we know his CIA records. He was in the CIA at the time. He was in Texas at the time. Don't take a lot to collect, you know, connect the dots here. Yeah. You know, he made the call. He was there the day Kennedy was shot. He knew it was going to go down. Now, I don't know if that meant he was trying to stop it, or if he was in the know. He was definitely in the know. No. He knew. He knew. There's no doubt about it. You know, not, you know, at um, God, somebody's funeral that passed away. I don't remember who it was. Sure, it was somebody important. You know, some government official that had uh, ties to the past, um, and he was given a in in, in remarks. Uh, George Bush was actually given the the, the resting remarks, and it's on videotape, by the way. And he brings up John F. Kennedy. And he, he laughs. He literally laughs about John F. Kennedy. Not in a joking way. It's like a sinister laugh. Like, ha ha, I got the fucker. You know, we got right. the fucker. Something of that nature. You know, you'll have to watch it. And you'll see it and you'll understand immediately what I'm talking about when you see it. Like, why the fuck would you be laughing at the funeral, you know, about an assassination? You yeah. know, it, it was just a fucked up moment in time. And I can't remember how he was referencing John F. Kennedy, but it, it was definitely not a nice way of... Uh, remembering the gentleman at someone else's funeral, believe it at that. Um, so, yeah, coups happened. That was a coup. There's no doubt about it. It's not questionable. I think most people uh, that have seen the amount of evidence out there realize that Oswald did not shoot him. You know, I, I, most reasonable people, I think most, even news, even 60 Minutes, didn't, you know, a couple of things. They're like, basically, yeah, that it wasn't Oswald. You know, the uh, House Committee on Assassinations, I think it was in 76, or 74, 76, came to the conclusion, this is an official congressional investigation, came to the conclusion that it was a um, conspiracy, meaning that it was more than one person involved. It was a conspiracy to kill the president. That was the official, you know, stance of the United States government in, in the, uh, the mid-70s, you know, the official record. Um, it's just fascinating stuff. They had the testimony from the doctors that did the autopsy. The evidence was changed, that's fact. The doctor who assisted with the autopsies watched 
you know, the CIA mm-hmm. come in and change the evidence. You know, change the reports. This is this is the test. This is sworn testimony. This is all factual stuff. Yeah, it's just absolutely fascinating. I I agree, and you brought this up almost three years ago. We have here no. It's our first season, I think we had. Yeah, our first season. Kennedy. We Jeff Cave on the So, and the reason we're kind of talking about this is one, one, the anniversary is coming up on Saturday. Two, uh, I was in checkout line, and uh, the National Enquirer or someone, <laughs> that was their big headline is that it's it's now uh, abundantly clear that the CIA uh, orchestrated the assassination, and they had proof in this. They had proof. We had proof. We had proof. A long time, a long time ago. So the bigger picture, and I think what and you know, the takeaway here is for seventy years they've been lying to us about extraterrestrials. Yep. Since the assassination in sixty two, they lied about what was it about? It, it, why people find it hard to believe that now, in 2020, the Democratic Party's on the up and up, it would never try to fix an election, especially after they got their asses kicked four years prior in an election that should have never, they should have never lost. I don't know if people find it so hard to believe. We're, we're just, we're just simpletons. I mean, we are, we're just simpletons. To think, oh no, oh no, they wouldn't do that again. They wouldn't do that again. <laughs> Kennedy was assassinated by his own political party. By his own political party. Think, let that sink in. You, you, and if you think Biden becoming president, you think he's going to last? They may not. They won't assassinate him. No. But. And he was just to get them in the office. Just get them in the office. He was the vessel. And they're going to move that crazy, crazy woman into a position that she's just, she's going to. Totally unqualified. She's going to wreak havoc and make anyone they put up four years from now look like a good choice. Yeah, and the Mickey Mouse. You know. (laughs) Um, But again, it's people. You know, we see it. We see it all the time, and it's, for me, we see it all the time. We see it, it's funny because if you were to look at things like movies and TV shows and TV plots, and there is always, always in retrospect, there was so much truth in some of the stuff that we were being shown that at some point we'll catch on and we'll say, "Hey, maybe, maybe they still do these things where." They just put it out there and hide it in plain sight because no one's going to believe it that it would happen. Um, It's funny. I can think about when you were talking about the fact that uh, the alien threat and, you know, they want world domination, space domination, things like that. Um, Again, going back to my, you know, tricky geek geek moment, uh, this is exactly how the Terran Empire started. That... We were able to get a foothold with whatever poor, sappy alien race landed and landed in peace. We just killed them, 
took all their technology, <laughs> reverse engineered it, and uh, next thing you know, we were, you know, traveling out into space with technology way beyond anything we would have had and just conquering. On that subject, I watched something, which you've probably watched a billion times already, but I remember I just saw it for the first time a couple weeks ago. I was laughing my ass off. But I saw this 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 Russian-made you know, spoof of, of Star Trek slash Deep Space Nine. Or not Deep Space Nine, but uh, Babylon 5. You ever hear this? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's a whole Russian thing that's made up. It was actually pretty funny. And basically, it's the Star Trek universe, right? And they go through this, this warp thing, right? And this one starship captain, and he's, he takes this, this the Federation's, you know, enterprise top technology through this time warp thing into another galaxy. And he comes across the, the world of Babylon 5 and goes, I'm going to rule this whole fucking area. And he takes on Babylon 5 and, you know, the whole thing. And dude's got the ships and, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and the, like the whole Babylon 5 station. And like, funny. oh, my God, dude, you have to see this. Uh, like a Star Records called or something. Star like, Rec. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, and it's and it's and so it's like and it's so popular. It's in like fifty different subtitles, so you can pick it whichever one you want to watch. I mean, it's that popular, and it was made years ago. But it was made in Russia. And it was hilarious. The, speaking of it, Russians has some really good shit if you can find it. Yeah. There's a whole. Uh, there's a whole. It was a TV show in Russia, but it was based like on the cop shows, like of the mid to late 70s and it's the Russian detectives <laughs> it is too it is too funny it is too funny comrade <laughs> comrade inspector or something like that but it's this television series I don't know if it was like eight or nine episodes or whatever it was and it's just like taking the taking this cues from American crime crime shows but doing it in Russia and they reference America and how we don't, you know, the capitalist dogs, we would never investigate this way. And it's too funny. It is funny. Russia's, Russia's got some crazy shit out there. It's pretty funny if you can get your hands out to watch it. Good stuff. It I is good I, stuff. I laughing my ass off. It is good stuff. Oh, I, uh, I found something that I've been looking for years. When I was a kid, there was a book that came out. It was called Book Top Secret by an author called Timothy Good, an investigator out of Britain. And it was the most, it was like 600 pages. Eh, maybe 450, 500, but it was a big book. It was like a book like this big and he's a large. It was a yeah. real large book. So the pages, even though it's 400, 450, it's yeah. a gigantic book. And, you know, colored photographs and documents. It was filled, just filled with just about everything that was declassified at that time. And this is when I was a kid, so I was like 14, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was shortly after my UFO sighting. So I remember finding this book in the, the bookstore in the mall and I bought it. And at the time it was like $14. Back then, though, $14 it was, was a lot of money, lot of money. you know. So. I bought it, and I read that book from top to finish so many times, and then referenced the documents, and, you know, this is when he had the built-in boards, and they go on a built-in board, and like, here's a document for everybody, and I would write a little article about it, you know, back in the day. But um, we actually ran one. Uh, it was called Hidden Agenda, me and my buddy, uh, Johan, who owns Down to Earth. So right. We actually right. had a, one that we called uh, Hidden Agenda. I actually came up with the name. Um, it was a great little... But anyway, so going back to today, uh, this book, I let to my uncle, who was a scientist, and uh, he moved up to Colorado with it, and now he's very old, and he came back, and I don't want to bother him to have him look through his shit, because he's like, you know, yeah. in his late 70s, and I don't want to bother him. 
I'm sure he still has it somewhere packed away, but I'm not going to bother. So I found one. It's impossible to find. It's been on a print, but I found one uh, on Amazon, and I have an Amazon gift card for my owner of the company. So I had, it was only $18, some change on my order. Got the last one. So I'm very excited about that to come. It should come Monday or Tuesday. You know, so you find these little gems once oh, yeah. in a while, you oh, know, yeah. and I'm very excited. It actually has the only, at the time, the only UFO picture that was declassified uh, by the Air Force in it. And it's a, it's a full, and this is from the picture was taken in 58. And it's off the wing of an F-86 saber-toothed fighter or some shit like that. And it's off the wing, and it's close. You can see a disc, right? I mean, like, it's from me to you on the wing. I mean, so it's crystal clear. Huh. You know, the picture was taken crystal clear. It's a, a gigantic disc right next to the F-86. And it was the only one that was actually ever declassified at that time. And it's a full-page one, and you'll see it, and you're going to be like, holy shit. When you see how clear it's thing, you're going to shit your pants. You know, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah, very cool. excited about that. I think it's shot time, because I'm going to be right, yeah, sure. Uh, here's the swimming with aliens. And we are doing tonight the Christian Brothers Brandy. It's crafted to perfection in oak bourbon barrels. Yes, it is. Heather does not like this. I kind of do. On ice, though, when I have ice. Ice. Oh, yeah. Woo! That's where it's at, baby. Okay. Woo! Ah, definitely that. Did I tell you about my Superman keychain? I see it sitting back there, right? Yes. This, everybody, I found at a local, a local, um, you know, the local flea market. Yeah. Over in Binghamton. I paid, I don't know, $6.99 or something like that yeah. for it, right? Now... This is from 1998. It's still in the package. It's never been opened. I almost opened it, but I'm like, I should check on eBay to see how much the thing's worth. This right now, in this kind of condition, goes for at least $20 on eBay. Nice. I paid $6.99 for it. So nice. it's staying in the package, you know. Um, someday when I'm old and, you know, pissing in the diapers, I may open it. But right now it's staying in the package. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, yeah, well, I don't know. Uh. Since we really don't have a local listening audience, I'm not going to bother watching this, but I think the last time I checked, we uh, had people in India. Got people all over the place. But at least pick up on one show. Just oh, it. you're checking the... Uh, yeah, the, checking the stats. Well, I've talked about it at work. I've been given a newbie, uh, one of the younger uh, yeah. associates, a writer her and her husband just got you know just got married. They're starting out, and they only have one car, and they're both working. So it's hard for her to get to work. So me and another associate or two have been helping her every day get to work and stuff. Nice. And uh, anyway, so like every morning on the way to work, I tell her you know about some of the experience about the show, and I, I said if you ever do tune in, I said you know because I was saying in another environment uh, I'm not well liked, and it's because of this show. And I said please remember that these are online personalities. <laughs> You know, so. Come on, Liz. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, I try to spread the word where we can. Where we can. Where we can. Where we can. You know, we do have to get some new cards next year when we get our stimulus. We're going to do this. I'll buy it for them. We're going to get new cards made up. 
because these are kind of ancient. But uh, I am going to collect collector's items. I'm going to definitely. Uh, I want to get back, and, and things will start opening up once we have the, uh, the vaccine um, going out. And uh, Heather's begging me not to get it at first. Um, you may not. You may not. Have, I may not have a choice. You may not have a choice. Well, the thing is, we. I think it's prudent to see how it goes. We don't know what it's going to do in two well, years. We won't be. We won't be first in line for it. But. Well, what I'm saying is, we don't know the, the long term effects. It's new, exactly. and I think it'd be very good to kind of let, you know, let the older people get it who need it first. Um, test dummies and <laughs> make sure it's okay yeah. and then we'll go from there we'll be on the end of the line put it that way yeah. we're gonna be me and her will be at the end of the line we're very that type of people you know so i'm not a big fan i don't do a flu shot i don't do the flu shot every year i don't either i'm gonna get it or i'm not gonna get it i don't, yeah. know. I don't do the flu shot um, i will i will tell got you it once she got sick in the dog she can't get it anymore she has a very rare blood type she has the rh negative um aspect of blood. okay uh, on top of that her blood is so crazy, and she doesn't have this. Doesn't that make her an alien? Are you negative? No, that's just a rumor. Oh, okay. Even though, like, one, zero point six percent of the population just, is or something. Just a rumor. Yeah. yeah. But listen, listen. So, here's the crazy thing about this, though. Her blood is even more crazier than just the Rh negative. They can't figure out her blood, even with today's technology. I ain't making this up. Every time um, she's trying to give blood, they won't let her, because. She, when they, they do the instant test, it says she has AIDS. She doesn't. She's been tested so many times, like for shit, she does not have yeah. it. But it comes back because her blood is so fucked up. Yeah. It, it gives off these false positives for different diseases, like Down syndrome and shit. Like she gets all this weird shit comes back in her blood. They can't figure out her blood. I am not making this up. This is the craziest shit you ever hear. So she's not allowed to get blood because <laughs> her blood's fucked up. You know, she can't take the flu shot because it makes her violently sick for weeks. You know, so, um, yeah, it's really kind of crazy shit. Midichlorines. Something. Yeah, yeah. Jedi. <laughs> well, it's funny you say it, because we I was talking online last night. We were talking about, you know, physical therapy, and occupational therapy. So, she had what started out as Bell's policy, got her in the hospital, proceeded to have paralysis on her right side, which would be like a stroke. Right. And then within 24 hours, those symptoms were pretty much gone, although she was very weak on the right side, and it was back to just about palsy. So they did all the tests, they did the brain scans, they did the CAT scans, they did the MRIs and stuff as well. There's no indication that there was an actual stroke. There's no damage, we don't see any damage or anything like that. So, so no one can no one can pinpoint outside of Bell's palsy what was going on, what's happening. And anyone she's talked to, her occupational therapist, and especially they're like, we don't know. You, you, everything you describe is a stroke. You have all the residual effects of a stroke. But you don't. You've gotten, you know, you're moving back. So it's, yes, there's, there's just so many things that a lot of times I can't explain. Well, um, has she, this is just a, an avenue of exploration for you. Um, you guys have gifts to offer. Uh, trades, if you will. Um, maybe it's not such a bad idea to try acupuncture. Maybe you can trade. She's okay, okay, She's because that I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah. So Even the, my insurance, what the insurance I'll have. Right. Like, well, Lonnie says too. Lonnie does too, but she yeah. still it's a fifty dollar copay. To her yeah, I got to pay a copay. Yeah. So she's doing that for her face. Try to get some feeling. Try to try to 
re-stimulate the nerves into whatever, I guess. I guess when the stroke, when this, whatever happens, the stroke, whatever, Bell's palsy, basically the sheath that goes over the neurons gets disintegrated or goes, I don't know, whatever it is, that's all part of the process. And now it's just been waiting for the sheath to grow back and things like that, I guess. I don't know. And they, and they, uh, maybe they should try some steroids or something. I mean, being serious, yeah, I mean, it's illegal steroids. I don't, know. I don't know how that shit works, but I'm just saying, know. maybe. You would think, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so, I'm just saying, it's, it's just weird people that, and I know, I think Heather's very sensitive as far as a third eye and, and things like that. I'm just curious if there's other things that go on. It's, physiology that goes with that too that makes them different you know Lonnie has these symptoms that they can't pinpoint if she had this incident I don't know I'm just thinking about that it's alright what this show's for to talk about it all you know what else we have tonight we have since we always open with a Bigfoot noise Bigfoot we have some Bigfoot shit we do let's see here alright so let me get to my Reports that I want to get to last week or last week we never did. We didn't get to this, right? We're repeating ourselves. I no, we, you talk about something. I don't think you talk about other stuff. All right. Uh, all right. The big guys' news is like to call it. <clears throat> I wrote this a week ago or two weeks ago, whatever. Well, really, nothing exciting to mention on this aspect. Yes, there are reported sightings each month across the nation, which is true. Uh, but no clear photo or video that I'm aware of at this time of this month. And to be honest. The naysayers would say a hoax, even if we did have a clear picture or video anyway. So, reports. Uh, the latest ones I was able to bring up. Now, this one's from June of 2019. Uh, where was this? This was... Oh, this was right in uh, New York State. No, this nice. was in uh, Whitehall. Whitehall. Which a, is the big... Hot yeah, the hot spot. Uh, so, let's get to that one. The witness was walking his dog between 4 and 5 p.m. in the evening. A tractor-trailer truck nearby turned the corner around the truck and the creature stood up. Witness turned around and walked away quickly, glancing over his shoulder. The creature walked away smoothly. The dog, a cabillo hound, did not notice the creature as the witness walked away. The witness was upwind, uh, not hurried drive, moved in a fluid motion, meaning the creature. Witness, uh, witness and others, including Paul, oh, don't worry about him. They found a 12-inch foot, footprints and bedding area near the, uh, near the area the following days and a two-foot stride between the, uh, uh, the footprints. Uh, approximately, uh, they would say this creature was six feet tall from what the witness described. Slender in appearance, maybe 200 pounds, probably a youth, by the way. Sounds uh, the head had a pointed cone shape, which is widely reported. Uh, no definitive forehead, dark brown color, did not see the face well, did not have a neck, which is also reported, broad shoulders, uh, one year, one yard wide, the chest was nondescript, long arms ending near the knees, the arms only swung slightly, saw dark hairy hands, big dark hairy legs, nothing unusual, no genitalia noticed, no smell noticed, the beagle did not notice either. The creature headed toward uh, the only route towards the forest. This is on the north side of Whitehall near Lake Champlain. Uh, did not hear any noises. 
the witness is a hunter in Newton's at a bear. Several dumpsters from two restaurants in an apartment structure nearby. Uh, we are betting uh, officers discovered by girlfriends. Several restaurant dumpsters nearby. Uh, floods, uh, floods after spring rains. Yeah, so I looked up this by this description. I knew exactly where this was. All right. Yeah, I was able to find exactly where this witness saw this creature, and I can see where it went. I can tell you right now how where it had to get. This is uh, it's like in the area to get to this area. This creature would have had to walk along the railroad bed. Okay. Like over a bridge and shit like that to get to this area. But that's, ob or it swam across the lake. That's the only two ways. To get to the woods where this guy is saying he had, this thing would have had to go towards the railroad bed and walk the railroad tracks. Uh, the railroad tracks obviously just lead to a dock area. This isn't a dock area. There's a couple of restaurants there, like, you know, the Crab King bullshit like that. You know, there's an apartment mm -hmm. complex down the road. So I knew exactly where this was, and I just found it fascinating because Whitehall, you know, it's a hospital. You know, that's where, uh, we were, we did our investigation, me and Heather, uh, where we got the one knockback. Oh my God, that was like the worst trip ever because the snow was so deep. I remember we literally do, we were literally five, 50 feet walking in where we left her vehicle, mm -hmm. right? 50 feet walking in. And I remember saying, I'm never going to make this because the snow was so deep. We had all this equipment, both oh of God. us. Yeah. And, we're, and thank God we went to the gym. The only reason we were able to do this because we were so, we were gym rats. There's, only, there's no way. And we hiked. And we hiked through the snow and through the woods. Wow, crazy. And it was fucking nuts. But I'll never forget that day. But this is probably 50 miles from where we were. Maybe less. You know? So we were on the other side of the lake compared to this. Which is also a hotbed. You know, obviously that's where mm -hmm. I went. All right. So that's one. All right. So now we're going to go to September 2020. Hey, that's this year. Uh, where was this? This is in Maine. Okay. It's fairly recent. Oxford County, Maine. Okay. All right. Bryant Road, Maine. Old, nearest road, Old Country Road. Got it. Observer had a sighting yesterday. Oxford County, Maine. Was in the power lines clearing that runs through a friend's land cutting a downed tree out of the ATV trail. This is my kind of guy. Now I can get permission of this fucker to ride on the land so I'm going to look for Bigfoot. Was with two friends... Switching the paper here, folks. Who asked me how far the land goes and I, if anyone's up there. They had a sort of a 1,000 yard stare down the power lines. I look up to see what they were looking at. Okay, so his two friends see something 1,000 mm -hmm. yards up. And they're staring off and like, he's like, what the fuck's going on? He's trying to have a conversation. And his friends are looking up. I look up to see what they're looking at. And about 20 yards down the power lines, we see a massive bipedal creature walking towards us. It stopped when it noticed us and took a fast left turn into the woods. Now, here's interesting, because this is along the power lines. And a big thing within the Bigfoot community, especially on the older researchers, are they believe these creatures walk the power lines to get from area to area. Because there's a lot of tracks found along power lines. I don't know if you noticed or not. So, I'm just pointing this out for people who don't know. It's, it's very interesting. It's on the power line. <clears throat> <clears throat> From the power lines to the road, there's roughly 400 feet of woods, and there's a trail about 30 feet behind where we saw the creature, and goes straight to the road. I jumped on the four-wheeler and made a straight shot down the trail to the road to try and get a closer view. It was completely gone. 
It made 400 feet through the woods and across the road and out of sight in less than two minutes. Alright. Uh, while investigating the sand on the side of the road, we prints, we heard a short howl followed by two, threes, two sets of three tree knocks. Remember, three is a magic number when it comes to these creatures. Uh, other witnesses, myself and two others, uh, we were, they were looking down the power lines and noticed it as well. Uh, time and conditions. 11 a.m.-ish, clear sunny day, 60 degrees. Uh, interesting. Uh, environment. To the right of the power lines, there's, there's one road. On the other side of the road is hundreds of acres of thick woods. To the left is a stream, Black Brook it's called, and behind the stream is a large swamp area. So, different uh, country. So three people saw the same creature. Now, what struck me was the time of day. It was kind of later in the morning mm -hmm. than uh, I would be used to for a, uh, a, a sighting. But the evening one is more what I'm uh, normally used to seeing, so that was the one oddity for me. But that happened at all times, you know. I remember this fucking guy was telling me he was down in Louisiana uh, on the border of Texas. And he lived out in the middle of nowhere, him and his wife. And I'm using his voice now because this, this is how he talked to me. This is my voice. This is how he talked to me. And it was, Jim, you ain't going to believe the goddamn story I got to tell you, son. And, and this guy's older than me, obviously. And I'm like, go ahead, tell me. I've heard all kinds of crazy shit anymore. And he goes, there I am. You know, me and my old lady, we have a little, little cabin out there. You know, he's there. And he gave me the area. And, I, and he told me never to mention it. And I'll respect his witness. But it's on the border of Texas. He goes, you know, my car broke down, you know, so shit, the only thing I had to ride was my motorcycle, and now I ain't no Harley, no shit like that, it was Yamaha fuck things, but things comfortable, and I said, I understand that because I had one too, I had two Yamahas, so I wasn't. Yeah, alright, well, you understand that, you know. I'm riding out, 5.30 a.m. in the morning, out to work, down some dirt roads, you know, I'm going down, going down, going down, and there's no, you know, street lights or anything, they don't get close to the town, you see that kind of stuff around here, and I'm going. And all of a sudden, I had to slow down because I'm around the bin. Come around the bin, this gigantic arm comes out of nowhere and reaches out for me. I swerve the bike. I almost tip the bike over. Get around the big arm coming around me. I look back, turn my head over my shoulder, and there's this creature. This thing, Jeff, I kid you not, was at least nine feet tall. Nine feet tall. Huge. This motherfucker was huge, right? I didn't, I just slowed down and I hit the gas <laughs> and I flew down those roads faster than I ever went before. This is a true story, by the way. I ain't making this shit up. I'm making a funny voice because this is how this guy actually Talk talked to me. Yeah. I ain't making this shit up, right? So anyway, he never saw the creature again. He never heard of the creature. I mean, sure, everyone hears, oh, Bigfoot. You know, you hear right, it. Right. But he never put any stock in it. He's not a hunter. You know, he's nothing like that. He said the most he's ever hunted, you know, were geese or some shit like geese who, you know, shot, you know, shot. So he's not a deer hunter or anything like that. But he does live out in the middle of nowhere and always has, you know. Um, never shot a bear or anything like that or a deer. He's just not that kind of guy. But he's not a dummy. He's seen enough bear to know what he's living out right. where he is. He gets bear in the background all the time. So he knows what a bear is and he knows what he saw. Was a bipedal creature standing on two legs and reached out her arm, trying to grab him in his motorcycle, you know. And it was huge. He goes, it was at least eight, nine feet tall, and he was just gigantic. It was just ma and he's, his word for massive was just massive. Um, it scared the shit out of him. In fact, he to this day, he will not ride his motorcycle anymore at night. 
in that area. He makes sure he has a car, a vehicle that's enclosed. <laughs> you know, so true, true story that I got myself. I mind you, yes. Yeah, one of my favorites. Right out of Louisiana, both Texas. Sasquatch, motherfucker. Yeah, there's no, there's really never been solid, solid documented proof. I mean, there's videos out there, well, stories. The Patterson film has, with the digital remastering from the original, mm -hmm. you can. I don't know if you've seen this, but you can, oh, yeah. you can see the breasts swinging. You can see yep. the muscles oh, moving. I posted it on the site. Yeah, it's obviously not a man in a suit. It's no. beyond pale now. No, because yeah. first of all, you wouldn't use a woman right. gorilla suit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. At that, no. You might do that now, but right. you wouldn't do it then. Right. The technology didn't even exist to make something that elaborate. Um, so we, and you know, and you know, uh, Roger Patterson has been dead for years. But the guy that was with him, uh, a Gremlin, you know, he is still giving interviews. You know, it's, it's made his life a hell. He was ridiculed for years, called a liar. You know, he uh, yeah, divorced over it, you know, alienated, you know, but he still won't change his story. You know, he said, people that actually offer me money to lie, to lie that it was a hoax. He goes, you wouldn't believe what people will do. You know, he goes, I... It, this is what happened. I ain't changing nothing. And he gets exactly the same detail to this day. You know, that's what happened. That's the creature they saw. That's the creature they filmed. It didn't happen any other way. You know, um, and now the DNA evidence, and here's the great thing about this. The hair samples alone, okay, and this is where it gets tricky. You know, people say, well, the D there's no DNA evidence. I, well, yes, actually, there is. There's DNA that doesn't match any known creature. Okay, does that... And to me, that screams, well, that means it's a fucking Bigfoot. To me, that's what that screams. Regardless, it screams, we don't know no, what is. this is. That means there's an unknown creature that's closely associated to the chimpanzee human line. That's the line it follows, you know? So, it kind of makes a case. It's a fucking Sasquatch. I mean, I don't know how else to look at it, you know? I mean, it's an unknown species. We know that. Mm -hmm. It's closely associated with chimpanzee, ape, human species. It's within that DNA electrical structure. That, we know. That's not debatable. Right. That's a fact. So, to me, that screams, yes, that's, that's physical evidence. Another thing that screams physical evidence and is the and this the first time I saw this mentioned was probably back in 83 or 84 it was uh, Dr. Krantz who's now dead uh, Walter Krantz was his name uh, anyway he is he was a PhD in I can't remember what university he was anymore but he was the guy you would see on you know in search of and shit and uh, he was anthropology, mm -hmm. you know, so the guy knew his shit. And he was able to say, look it, and this is back, this is back in the early 80s, remember. He'd hold up, a, you know, the cast of print, and he'd point out all the lines. These are dermal ridges. Dermal ridges, yeah. Right? And this was, this was the first sign that this was real, by the way. Yeah. You know, today, dermal ridges can be faked. But 
the, the, the top guy that's retired from the FBI now, the guy that you use for court cases mm-hmm. for, you know, handprints and fingerprints and shit, yeah. you know, this is the guy we bring in and, yep, you certify in a court case, the FBI's top specialist. He got involved with this because he was really interested. He's like, let me see these, these so-called durable riches. And he looked at the cast back in the 80s. He didn't want to look at anything newer because he knew people can fake shit now. Right. And he looked at these casts and he's like, holy shit. You know, none were the same. The dermal which was all different, just like you would have with a fingerprint. The patterns match perfectly that you would see on a human foot, just larger and different. You know what I'm saying? Not exactly the same pattern. It, it went a different direction. Uh-huh. But, very, but his, well, his basic scientific principle based on that was something's making real footprints. I can't claim for a fact that the ones... Up, you know, 2000 and beyond are legitimate. Right. But I can tell you right now, the ones back in the 80s and 70s, 60s, those are real prints. You know, the ones that he, you know, he uh, reviewed and was able to study in depth. Those are real dermal ridges, you know, that were uh, just like a, a fingerprint. You can't, they can't be faked. But, well, they can be faked, but they can't be duplicated, you know. So it's just interesting, interesting stuff. You know, people wouldn't think about that kind of level of detail, especially back in the 60s. Oh, it's no. fake the thermal ridges. You know, no, no one would think of that shit. Right. Yeah, no right. one That's would think. what I'm saying. Back, back in the day, you wouldn't... You know, Betty, you know, with Betty, Betty uh, Rubble, okay, I want to call it Betty Rubble, but I can't think of her last name. I'm going to call her Rubble, but she's a real name. So Betty, in 1961, who on her property, you know, and she doesn't have a washer and dryer, so, you know, she's the kind that's got the wash scrub. She right. scrubs clothes, hangs it on a dryer. She took a cast, right? And she, she gave the cast to, you know, to Krantz for free. You know, she's like, well, I got an next one. You have this one. Just a little lady giving away the cast for free. This is one of the casts a guy study. It's from 1961. This lady is a backwoods woman. You had birth in her house three times, you know. I mean, like, they didn't even have a running car. Right. Where would she have the knowledge to fake dermal ridges in 1961? She wouldn't have that kind of knowledge. I'm surprised you're not make a cast. Right. Well, well, there you go. You know. Thirty say. Yeah, but the point being is, you know, this is the kind of you know level of intelligence we're dealing with a lot. Of, and not that they're dumb people, but they don't have the expertise in order to fake this shit, especially back then. No, there's no, there's no upside to faking it. Right. If you're not gaining, in, no if problem. you're not going to be, no. if you're not going to be on TV, if you're not going to gain fame and wealth, what would be the point? You know, yeah. unless you're a hoaxer and you just want to have fun, people. There are people like that out there. I totally there, there are. Yep. Like the the ah uh, oh shit. There was a this famous case from Louisiana of all states. Um, oh god, it's driving me nuts now. The name of the monster. It had three toes. It had three toes, and it's in a museum actually. Like this is the the official, you know, mm-hmm. footprint of the whatever monster. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I'm driving myself nuts trying to think of it. We know for a fact that that was fake now. It's not even, it's not questionable. Like, the guy that faked it, he's dead. But he actually gave... Gave the feet. The feet. There was, like, yeah, or something, shit like that. There's a couple you know, different stories like yeah, that around. Yeah, yeah. So we know that was fake. That's not, it's not questionable now. And the prints, when they made a cast of it, matched the print in the... Exactly. Right. That's in the case. So, you know, the folk monster. That's it. Okay. Folk. That was, was, I think it was Louisiana, folk Louisiana. But that we know was fake. So, that was a fake creature. 
And that was by done by a local guy for shits and giggles, apparently. Yeah, the one I think I heard about was about the beach, Prince on the Beach. Every, every <laughs> so often when the business got slow, it was like a resort area. Oh, hey, we, the Bigfoot go again. Out and <laughs> put these prints on the beach. And Not then, a bad idea. You know. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's. I just think there's. Again, it's just arrogant people, dumb people. People think they know everything, they don't know anything. You know, the ones that, you know, ghosts don't exist. That, 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 that. And I, I would tell you, I am not. I am not one to. I wasn't one to just buy into it and, you know, haunted houses and things like that. But over the last decade, I've seen and heard and found evidence that. I get it to the to the hardcore skeptic. It's it's refutable, but I don't think it's refutable. We've got EVPs that are crystal clear, and no one else could have made the sounds. It wasn't someone outside. It wasn't a TV show. It wasn't a radio broadcast. It wasn't someone else who was there. Uh, I've walked into a house and have been greeted by a disembodied voice. And there's no one but myself and my wife. And it wasn't her. It's like... <laughs> and I'm not about to say anything. And the lady didn't say anything. And we asked the client, like, hey, where's your mom? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Mom went home. She was here last week. She went right. home. So your mother's not here? Like, she wasn't over here in the living room? Like, when you walk in? No? No? Really? <laughs> really? Okay. Do you have an Alexa or an Echo or any of those kind of things? No, no, we don't. I, um, if I'm hearing voices like that, there's something present. The only uh, other people in this house have had different ghost experiences. Uh, it's a very old house. Alani has seen the ghost right, in right. my basement. Yeah. Your wife's yep. a psychic, saw the goddamn yep. ghost. Anyway, um, the only experience I had, and I don't think it was the old man that did this to me, the one that she saw. I think this was somebody else. But I was in bed one night. My dog, Typhoon, God rest her soul, was with me. And we were watching TV. And I had been dating Heather not that long. Uh, it was, well, maybe that long I think about it. Maybe it went through one Christmas already. So it was a while. Six, seven months we've been dating. Anyway, so I'm in bed with the dog. And it's late at night, maybe 1 a.m. And we're watching some shit on YouTube. And the door shut to the room, and all you hear on the door, on the outside of the door, I don't have cats. Mm -hmm. I have the dog. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? And Typhoon looks at me, because she's laying in bed with me. She looks and we're looking at me. I'm looking at her, I'm like, I don't fucking know. The lights are out in the room. Ruh -roh. Yeah, right, roll, right, roll, right, You know? I'm like, what the fuck? So then all of a sudden, the doorknob starts to turn. I'm like, oh no, fuck this, ain't happening. <laughs> like this. So I'm like, you're the Rottweiler pit bull, get up. <laughs> so I got her off the like bed, that. and she's scared. She went next to the door. Yeah. I grabbed her by her collar. They know. They know. <laughs> I got my hand at the door, and her in the collar. I whip open the door and throw her out there. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh my God. It was nothing there. 
But I'll never forget that because I scared. I was scared out of my mind. You hear this? I mean, like loud, right? And then the doorknob starts turning. And like, there's nobody else there, you know. And the next, the next the morning when I got up, you know, I told Heather about it and shit like that. Now, my uh, my former girlfriend right before Heather did did die, did pass away. In fact, yesterday was her birthday, and uh, she would have been 32 yesterday. But this is a long time ago. So I think she passed away when she was 24. She just turned 24. But anyway. She was the kind of person who would, she would purposely hunt me. She told me times, she goes, if I ever die, I'm going to hunt your ass. I'm, I'm positive it was her fucking with me. I am positive this day. That was Dana saying, hey, haha, I got you, motherfucker. You know, oh, I just I just had this funny feels, her stopping and saying hello in her own little special, I'm going to fuck with your head. Because she was that kind of person. You know, not a bad person. Not a bad person. She made mistakes like anybody else, but not a bad person. Yeah. And a sense of humor, and she was a wise ass, and it was exactly something she would have done. So, that's my ghost story. Like you said, there's a lot out there that I just, people that just flat out deny it. You know, flat earthers. (laughs) Flat earthers, curved earthers. I'm walking off the edge! (laughs) You know, and they come up with all these crazy ass experiments to do and try and like if the earth was flat how could planes actually fly in a straight line because they'd have to keep their nose tilted down to the earth the whole so they have to kind of fly cockeyed because I'm like what? Dude they're on my Facebook page trust me the shit I have to I, I have to turn off the follow shit because I'm like I can't I don't have the energy to argue with these people today. <laughs> I don't have it. I can't do this anymore. I mean, all the theories out there, that the flat earth thing's got to be the most out there. I mean, I would even concede to the existence of Bigfoot and Ghost before I say, yeah, the earth, is, the earth is flat. Every other celestial body is round, but the earth, it's flat. Well, I had to deal, I had to deal with the fuckers. And we, with the- we are the center of... The universe. Yeah, I had to deal with the fuckers that you know the the aliens are in you know coercion with the uh, Sasquatch Nation <laughs> to take out the human race. I mean, like the crazy shit that I got to argue with people over. I'm like, oh, and then I'm on <laughs> I'm on the Ducky support groups on Facebook. It's private groups, right? It takes a lot to get in these things, right? Oh yeah. The other day there was a post about we have a great infiltrator among us. <laughs> Fucking paranoid of bullshit. Like, yeah, gray aliens gonna, you know, take his time off to infiltrate a Facebook page. All right, I'll leave now. <laughs> Jeff Murphy. This is the crazy shit. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck are these people? Okay, so, I was just thinking. Oh god. Because there is, were there ever, were there, were there Sasquatch issues, UFO sightings, and paranormal stuff in this thing? What if? What if? The actual thing you see, a Sasquatch, is actually a biocontainment suit for an alien. Like a little gray inside. <laughs> yeah. And it's set up with cloaking capabilities. <laughs> Anything is possible. It, as know, strong yeah. as as fast those things are, yeah, yeah. it could be very, you know. Yeah. Bionic. Bionic, yeah. Steve, Steve Austin. Yeah. Did an episode with Sasquatch. Uh, Andrew's, Andrew, uh, Andre the Giant. Andre, yeah, yeah. But think about it, like, because one minute you see him, the next minute you don't. Yeah. Like, he's gone like that. Super quiet. 
What if he's got agile? What if he's got cloaking capabilities? Uh, like there are there are things in nature that can cloak themselves. Yep. Well, the red fox uh, of Alaska can change its color uh, in the wintertime. It's fur. Like it's fur. Yeah. Cloak in with its uh, surroundings. So. Who's to say? Well, you know, and that's the thing. That uh, might be something that gets. No, started. it's very interesting. It's very interesting uh, uh, ideas because I've heard witnesses actually describe. After seeing a Sasquatch, how it moved, it moved like a ninja. I've actually heard that term like three or four times mm -hmm. now. Moved like a ninja, meaning they were attributing its uh, physical attributes as being huge or gigantic, but at the same time, very fluid and uh, martial art-like, meaning they uh, move so quickly and so fast and so agile. You know, so I just find that, uh, you know, well, that's I think, you know, and, you know, what if they've actually been around a lot longer than we realize and they've evolved, evolved. Yeah. Took a different evolutionary track than than humans. You know, they don't need technology. They don't need industry. They developed their own natural camouflage. Developed what we would consider superhuman strength and yep. speed. So the other thing to think about is what their dimensional being. Yeah, um, actually, when and I, I know they talk like Nessie. Yeah, and I know when I first heard it. It sounded a little crazy, but now I'm thinking about it. That there might be certain weak spots in the dimensions that's easier to get through than others. Interesting story with that is okay. um, when we first met the TV producer and uh, the project manager for a uh, <clears throat> Bigfoot series, we were going to do right. the pilot series called... Uh, Admiral Species Hunters. Uh, we took them up to, me and Tim Holmes, uh, took them up to uh, Connecticut Hill. This is where uh, I had my uh, like, uh, audio mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, experience and uh, where other witnesses have seen uh, Sasquatch found prints and that kind of thing anyway over the years. Anyway, long story short, we get there. Now, you know, Tim is trying, Tim is a, a showman. He's been in movies before. He did, you know, the Bigfoot Hunter, Still Searching, famous fucking movie out there on YouTube. Probably the most famous Bigfoot movie on YouTube right now, ever. And he's the lead guy in that. So he's used to being in front of the camera and fucking around with it, you know, so he knows how to act. So these guys, you know, I'm with the producer and the cameraman. He tells the camera, turn on the camera, you know. So we're going to do, like, some, you know, you know, interviews. So I'm like, all right, so... We're going to view Tim first. So they start interviewing Tim, right? And we're in the middle of the woods, and, and Tim's like, well, yeah. Well, Jeff comes up at me and points at me, and the camera piles on me, and he goes, we tie a rope to each other. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, he's like, yeah, because, you know, you have to be careful up here because we stepped into a dimensional portal because this is where these creatures come from. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Dimensional portal and ropes and shit. He goes, yeah, the rope is there because they're asking him questions, right? And I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about? You see my face on camera, right? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck guy's talking about. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, you know, so if I go into the dimensional portal, Jeff will tug on the rope and let me know I've disappeared. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But this is, this is how this shit works, though, you know, it's just, I only brought that story because this really happened. This is a true story that happened to me you know, about dimensional portals and Tim trying to sell the fucking, you know, dimensional portal theory to the, the producer at the TV series, you know? <laughs> yep, true story. Well, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Don't, no. don't know. Don't know for sure. 
you know, Bermuda Triangle. You don't hear much about it anymore. But, no, but things disappear. Yep. They show back up, looking like the day they left. Yep. Right, just had my ex-wife there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want her to come back. You don't want her to come back. Yeah, you cut that rope when she hits that portal. <laughs> she disappears, cut that rope. <laughs> yep. What uh, time is it? I'm getting tired. It is 1.34 into the show. So, anyways, um, yeah, so anniversary Kennedy, some Bigfoot stuff, uh, election stuff still going on. We may still be arguing about this three and a half years from now. Yep, could be. Um, and that'd be a curious question. If, uh, if they don't make a decision, or three and a half years down the road, <laughs> they give it to Biden... <laughs> He's in office for six months. Can Trump run again? Yeah. 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 Technically, yeah. 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 So yeah. Trump could get his third term in office yeah. one way or the other. <laughs> one way or the other. Think about that, people. You might want to just let him have it now, get over with. <laughs> Take your lumps while you can. Well, I think even if uh, it turns out where Biden ends up winning, um, I think Trump is a front runner in 2024 easy. There's no doubt in my mind. Do you think he's going to run? Do you think he's going to back someone? Run? If he backs anyone, um, I would think it would be uh, someone like Nikki Haley, somebody like that. He'll back. Um, it would be a woman. He's going to back a woman, whoever he backs. So yeah. that's the key for the White House going forward. It's going to be a woman. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, that's true. It's not going to be Ted Cruz or anybody like no. that or Rubio or anybody like that. It's going to be a woman. So. Yeah. You know, women make up the percentage of uh, voters. They, they, there's a high percentage of women that vote, and that's a fact. You know, it's like 52 to 47 at this point, actually, in the percentage-wise. So. True. All right. All right. Let's get you, get you get some rest I and need to eat dinner, tear up this yeah. off. Food. So, you still haven't eaten? No, I don't eat. Wait. <laughs> All right. So, until next week, and we do plan doing next week, till next week, be safe. Vote early, vote often. And play it yourself. Vote, vote late. <laughs> Whatever. Get those ballots in. You're still sitting there. You haven't made those, mailed those ballots in. Please get it Didn't done. Nothing to get it done now. You've only got a few weeks left. Yeah, have a good night. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a, right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want.